Hey guys, welcome back to Fat Chats and Lash Naps. You're here with Chloe. And Katie. And today we are going to be talking about how to take content for your social media, uh, like Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. With your social media queen, Katie. <laughs> I... I recently have been hearing from a few people that my social media is really good, which is such a huge compliment. Thank you so much to those who've given me that feedback. But I think because I hold myself to such a high standard, I'm like, mm, well, I could improve on this, that, and the next thing, or I could be posting more or posting with better engaging captions, et cetera, or more relevant hashtags. And I think you're your own worst critic. So I think my first tip would be take a step back and realize how good you are doing for even posting your work and trying to get more clients and show how good you are on social media is number one. Yes. But let's get into my favourite tips on how to take the best quality content that you might not know. Um, and my advice from that learning over the last year or so, I did do a little social media course earlier this year, um, which really helped me identify where I was going right and wrong. Um, so we're going to do a how to take the content episode here and then we'll be doing how to post the content in another episode um, a bit further down the line. So yep. stay tuned for that. Um, today we're going to focus on the how to take the actual content on your phone mm -hmm. um, and I'll give you everything I know. <laughs> Yay. So Katie, when it comes to lighting, do you have any tips for us? So I have a few tips on lighting. Personally, I think that a white light in your room is a better um, option than a warm light personally. Mm -hmm. So you can get globes at like JB Hi-Fi and shops like that that have a setting that you can tell you like Google or to set it up with on your device um, to make sure that you are using a white light. Instead, it just comes up a little bit cleaner on your content um, and I find it bounces off a client's face a little bit less than a warm light does. Yes, doesn't so, make them look orange. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're doing a spray tan before and after, then turn that, crank it up. <laughs> it's an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> illusion. <laughs> but to make sure you've got clean, beautiful content, I would say a white light is your safest option. Uh, it'll reflect better off the client's skin, personally, I find that mm -hmm. as well. Uh, your Glamcore lights, if that's what you're using as well, generally, or most of your beauty lights have a setting for cool and warm as well. So make sure that's set to cool. You can have a little bit of warmth in it as well. I wouldn't do 100% cool lighting because mm. it might ricochet a bit of a blue tone off their skin. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of warmth can definitely go a long way on that. See, personally, my light has three. It has cool, neutral and warm. So I just always oh. leave it on neutral. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Just Mine to keep doesn't. it consistent. Yeah. Because I don't want to have like some warm, some cool and just like I want a cohesive. But that'll come into posting content as yep. well. Like a cohesive totally. feed. Yeah. Oh, mine doesn't do that. Mine's like mm. a bit of a scale. Yeah, like interesting. Up, down, mm. Cool to warm. Then I would say next thing would be when you're taking content is try not to get any shadows over the client's face. Yes. Whether it's from your head over the top of the light. <laughs> like if you've got your room light, don't be hovering like, hey girl, wow, that's a beautiful. Obviously be your hype queen yes. for your client, but try not to get your head's shadow in it. Mm -hmm. That also goes for your hands as well. For example, some people hold a spoolie for clients to look at in one hand mm -hmm. to direct their eyesight for the camera, which is really handy. But again, make sure that your hand is not casting a shadow over your client's face. Mm -hmm. And then lastly would be make sure you haven't got your phone shadow on top of your client's face as well. Yep. So head, hand and phone are something to be considerate of. Mm -hmm. Next up would be when using your LED ring light, you can basically get them from anywhere. Uh, I personally have a Glamcore one. Mm -hmm. You have a Moonlight? I have a Moonlight, yes. I did used to have the Lockslash one, which was great. I just wanted to try something different. Mm. And I really do like the Moonlight. I think it just reaches 
yeah. across from corner to corner of Which is each beautiful. eye perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like I've got a glam core light with the two heads um, coming out of it, the two LED light heads, and mm-hmm. they're quite long so I can adjust um, up and down, side to side, whatever I need on that day and reposition it because I have light that comes in from one side of my room but not on the other, so it's nice mm-hmm. to even that up. Yep. The natural light, sorry, from my window in my room. So that's a really good note is making sure you have a good quality light. When I first started, <laughs> oh, my God, this is so cringe. I just got a flashback. I used to have a like a round selfie light yep. that I was using and then I found that that wasn't giving me enough light. <laughs> What do you mean around selfie light? Like the clip-on one? Like the ring light, like a ring oh, light yeah. that you buy. And I'd have that over the client's head, yeah. kind of. Oh, the amount of times I, like, that fell. Oh. Oh, I used to have the little Kmart ones. That was me. Yeah. But then I found it wasn't giving me enough light and I mm. found that you could get a little, um, <laughs> you know how when you're in, the, in, you can get this, like, bendy stick and it has a clip on the end and you can attach it to your bed or whatever and it has this tiny little light I'd attach that to the ring light and have it to the (laughs) other side like hooking around I was like what a professional DIY moonlight (laughs) that's embarrassing to me (laughs) I just got I didn't was not going to mention that in this episode it just came back to me and I was like oh that's relatable but again you we all start somewhere somewhere. yeah and if you look back far enough on my timeline you'll you notice. See that we've improved, um, <laughs> which is I'm grateful. Uh, the next thing would be make the light quite bright. Mm-hmm. Much to the client's disgust. Much, yes. I think one thing I've learned off TikTok is like don't be like, okay, your iPads are off, open your eyes, let's take photos. No, 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 no. Give them a minute. Yeah. Take the light away from their face, get them adjusted back to normal light. Maybe if they want to have a quick drink of water with their yeah. emotional support water bottle. Always. Always. <laughs> Allow time for that. I would say then go back in and take photos mm. after they've naturally adjusted because you want to give them a minute. Yeah. You'll notice that most clients will go red-eyed, watery-eyed mm-hmm. after a set anyway and you normally want to take a set after a full set. Yeah. Uh, take photos after a full set anyway. I so. mean, I personally, if I'm taking photos, I'll take the iPads off. If I want top view photos, I'll mm. take them then mm, just beautiful. in case they do water and then it's not all wet. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Also, a tip, very side note, a tip, if you're doing client slashes and they are watering the house down, you can put your lint-free pads on the corner of their eyes to soak up some water. Best yes. tip I learned. Best tip I, I learned. I go through so many of those now. Oh, and you can get little love heart-shaped ones. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're better for the eyes too. Curved. Mm. Beautiful. Get that outer corner, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next tip. I would say macro lenses have come into the market. Mm. Bullet a gate, which... I love, mm-hmm. especially for lash takes and like people do lash extensions, brow laminations and lash lifts. Yeah, I feel like any sort of content, honestly, with a macro lens, it's just next level. It's so nice to have engaging content where you have different views of the same thing. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds really weird, but your eye generally, we're in such a fast paced environment when you're posting content, which we'll cover details. another time. You'll want to make sure you can narrow in on certain things, yeah. which is, and we only generally now have a short brain span, span, attention span of like one to two seconds. Mm. And if you can capture the same content in different settings, that'll keep the eye engaged and the brain engaged, Mm -hmm. that people will stay on your content for longer. So macro lenses are a huge hit. I actually won an Instagram competition for the one that I have very randomly, but I started off with one from Glamlash Pro and I found that was really great and it really leveled up my content, Mm -hmm. what I was capturing. But then I found that 
my shadows, which we talked about earlier, my shadows were always casting over that. So the bright mm. light would be blinding my client. Yeah, okay. And, but I would still be blocking that with my hands because you have to get in so close mm. from that. So I found that having a macro lens with a light around the outside of it, which I believe you can get from, uh, I've seen them at Beauty. Bella Beauty have them and Elite Sound Supplies also oh, stock okay. them. Uh, they're around $50. And I think a normal macro lens is give or take about 30 anyway. Yeah, I've got the glam one and that's 30 as well. Yeah. yeah. And the quality is fantastic mm. um, once you learn how to use it. But... <laughs> Uh, I found, because I still use the glam one, mm. um, I found I have my light up still. Mm. I use the macro lens and then I get the selfie light and put it next to my phone. Oh. Um, like the selfie light being the little clip-on ones mm. that you put, like ours are little stars. Um, so then you get that reflection in the pupil, which is really cute. Mm. Um, and also you've got that light diffusing any shadows. So I didn't feel the need to go out and buy another one. And I don't think you would have either if you didn't. No, if I didn't know about yeah. it. And if you didn't win it. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a stingy girl. <laughs> I won't lie. Some of them can be expensive. Oh, absolutely. And mm. also some people, you're not taught how to use them in beauty no, school. So God, no. Well, even the, um, the normal macro lens like the one I've got, when you get them, they've got the wide angle lens oh attached God. to the front. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> I learned the hard <laughs> way. I was sitting there crying. Yeah. Like, You're like, how do I do this? this? I was like, you need to screw off <laughs> the front. It's like, we're never going to use the wide angle no. fisheye lens. No. Um, but it comes with it. Yep. So you have to take that off to then use the macro lens. The hot take. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so I definitely say that macro lenses with a light are a huge asset for me. Otherwise, you can do what Chloe is saying and clip on an LED light next to your mm -hmm. macro lens to make sure that you get the light mm -hmm. behind your camera and your phone casting a shadow. Yeah. You want just as many light sources as possible without yeah. sending your client blind. Agreed. <laughs> then I would say natural lighting, if you've I've got the ability to have that huge assistance. Mm -hmm. Obviously, your beauty light will do a lot of the work, but natural lighting, make sure it is behind you. Yes. Because you want to make sure that you are getting as much natural light into the client's face. Mm -hmm. It'll just throw so much nicer than having to yes. fight against it and adjust the saturation and stuff. Same with um, when I do makeup as well. If I'm taking photos of makeup, I rarely like to take them inside. Mm -hmm. I like to finish mm -hmm. the makeup, take them outside against a blank... What a great tip. So I've seen um, people do it for lashes and brows as well, which is really cool. 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 It's really cool. <laughs> um, no, really cool because it also just gives your feed like another little mm. zhuzh. Mm. Um, but then you get all the natural light and it's you Perfect. don't have to adjust any lighting or anything. So, yeah, another tip. And that's just I've from doing makeup. Taken client photos outside. I might have to but do that. You know when like clients send you selfies mm. and we all love client selfies, please please send us selfies because this is a tangent and I'll get back to the taking photos outside. But we only see our work when you come in and we do it mm. and then we see it when it looks a little bit worse for wear <laughs> two, or three, two to three weeks later. So, like, I want to see it in between mm. because otherwise I feel like I'm not doing my job right. True. I want to see it out in the wild. I want to see all of it. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was a side note. Um, taking photos outside almost gives it the feeling of seeing it out in the wild mm. because it's not just in your space where you're always taking photos you're always doing the same thing like yeah just take photos outside mm. you get good light free 
Don't have to use electricity. <laughs> Love the sun. <laughs> Slay sun. Yes, but that, yeah, just take photos outside. Try it. That's a great tip. Try it. Yay. Yay. Are you in the market for a new glue that is super fast drying? Glamlash Pro have an amazing adhesive called the Master Adhesive they've just released. It is new on the website. It is for more of an expert level lasher because it does dry in 0.25 to 0.5 seconds. It is the most amazing glue I've ever used. Literally, I've been in the industry for now about two and a half years lashing Mm -hmm. and it is the perfect speed for me now, whether I'm using my handmaids or my pro-made fans, it is my go-to glue for my room conditions. This summer, it's going to be an absolute game changer. Game changer. And it'll be my glue that I reach for. Obviously, it's best to have a couple of options with your glue, but this is always the one that I find works really well for my room. It's Really good for temperatures between 20 and 25 degrees and your humidity between 45 and 60%. Which is such a good range. So flexible for your rooms. And Glam, this season's sponsor, have been so kind to give us a discount code for podcast listeners. So you can use code FATCHATS at checkout. Which is F-A-T-C-H-A-T-S and you'll be able to get a cheeky little discount on that one. So head to their website and find out what else they have to offer because they've got some amazing products and they're my go-to supplier for lash extension supplies. So go ahead and visit glamlashpro.com to do a nice little shopping trip. Thanks, Glam. Thanks, Glam. So next tip is about phone quality. So personally, I have a iPhone 11 Pro Max. What do you have? I have a personal phone and then my work phone is a 12 Pro Max. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... In my opinion, mine is probably the oldest phone I would go mm-hmm. for. I've had that thing for since the beginning of time is what it feels like. Um, but mine does pretty good quality photos, I think. Mm-hmm. Anything older than that I've found is not great quality and you want to make sure you are taking the best quality mm-hmm. photos and videos to be able to show good quality work. So having a phone that can't take good content like what's the point in taking content honestly um when it comes to videos my or uh, my phone automatically comes up as 4k plus 60 frames mm-hmm. what i think you said yours doesn't does mine it? doesn't mine comes up with hd, HD with 30 frames per second. Yeah. So you have to change yours yes, when you open every it. every time. Yeah. I believe I can make the difference in settings, or settings yep. but I haven't looked into it. And <laughs> well, I it just know how to memory. automatically. Yeah. So when you basically open up your phone camera. into your camera, when you click on your video, it's in the top right-hand corner, you'll be able to see those icons. When you tap on them, that's when they'll make the change. So if you literally tap on where it says HD it'll or 4K, change. that's where it'll make the difference. So... Uh, when you're taking videos, you may notice that your lighting jumps, Mm. which is really hard to watch on some channels. (laughs) And the thing that will change that is that your lighting in your room can't handle the frames per second that your camera is taking the video at. So if you reduce that down, I believe there's 24, 30 and 60. Mm -hmm. If you reduce that down, it will be able to adjust to the lighting in your room and not have that jumpy frame of the light going back. Yeah, yeah, the flashing. Which makes a huge difference for your engaging content because you'll still be able to quality uh, capture the quality of the video but yep. not have the jumpiness Because when it. I watch videos like that, all I'm focused on is the flashing light. Exactly. I couldn't tell you and what the video is about. 
Yeah, I wouldn't know what the video is about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my phone automatically does it. I don't think that's something I've changed. I think that's just how my phone was. Um, but, yeah, Katie has to change hers. In the same breath, when I – I've been doing this for a while, but anytime I take photos or videos, I take them in the 16 by 9 format. So when you open your camera – I'm just going to open mine now um, – It'll say like video, photo, portrait along the bottom. This is for iPhones, obviously. I don't know for Samsung, sorry. Um, so you swipe up and then you'll get like the flash, the live photo, and then it'll say four by three. Mm-hmm. So I click on that and then I go 16 by nine and it makes it full screen. Mm-hmm. So Which I, is what you want for TikTok, TikToks and Instagram <laughs> TikToks. reels. <laughs> I was like, um, what is TikTok And called? Instagram stories. <laughs> Yes. So I take, I just take everything. It's muscle memory now. Mm. Every time I open my camera, I open it and I make it 16 by nine just because it's easier. Um, yes. You can always crop. Yeah. Yeah. I just crop everything. If I want it to be square for Instagram, I just, yeah, make it work. And if it, if I crop it down to a square and it doesn't work the way I want it to, then I'll use like one of those apps that does like the layout mm. and I'll just like double up the photo or mm. something to make it work or I'll make it into a Canva. Mm post kind of thing but yeah I just take everything in 16 by 9 just for ease everything's consistent I can use everything for stories without having that awkward border absolutely um and yeah for any sort of videos it automatically makes it full screen anyway which is so much better yeah. for your content you want it to fill the screen otherwise you notice if you do film in the I think it's four by three mm-hmm. if you film in oh sorry if you take photos in that four by three Instagram will adjust it anyway yeah, so and you then, may as well take it in that full. Yeah, and if by Instagram nine. adjusts it, then it ends up zooming in. You might want to get all the detail. It's just too hard. So just take your photos in sixteen by nine. Yes. Then I would say about the autofocus that your phone has. Yes. So when you tap on the screen, you'll have the yellow box that comes up with the lighting. Mm-hmm. And if you and drag the that sun, sun yeah. yeah, if you drag the sun, it'll um, increase the lighting and decrease the lighting. However, then if you hold it down you'll come up with the AE slash AF lock. That means it's going to auto-focus on that spot that you've clicked. And it will follow it, won't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, cool. If you do it on camera, it'll follow. If you do it on photo, even if you move the angle of your hands, it will adjust to that mm. point in the screen, not on the client's face. Just will keep it, that in mind. <laughs> will it do it with your macro lens on? I haven't tried. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because you know how sometimes when you take a macro photo mm. – It'll say, for example, lash extensions, mm-hmm. it'll focus on the lash line and then sometimes it'll focus on the tips. Like I wonder if you can lock oh. it in. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, definitely do the auto lock focus. It makes it so much easier if a client's going to be blinking. Uh, then you'll be able to make sure it's locked in on that same part every single time. Yeah. Um, next we were going to talk about having a steady hand, which is something I am not good at. (laughs) It's definitely a learned trick. My thing (laughs) would be if you have an adjustable bed, put the client down as low as possible. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to get over them so much easier. I don't know about you. (laughs) Jump on top of the bed, just lean on their titties and go for gold. (laughs) Honestly, the amount of times I like lean on someone's shoulder. Yeah. I'm like. Or like collarbone. I'm like, I'm anchoring myself. I'm like, obviously (laughs) us consent. But I'll be like struggling to hold still and I'm like, can I just rest? And they're like, yeah, go for it. It's fine. Or so if I'm taking yeah, if I'm taking a macro photo, sometimes I'll like rest my pinky on their cheek mm. to like anchor in my phone because you have to get really close for the macro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
and then just locking your arms. Literally. So when I put my client's bed, well, I put the bed down come like as low as it can go, then I will put my elbows in. I know that sounds really weird. Put my <laughs> elbows into my side so that my arms are locked out. The only thing I can do, <laughs> I look like I've got like finger guns <laughs> at the moment, right? if you're listening. Chloe can see this live action. Got them like, out of the little holsters. Like. <laughs> I'll lock my elbows into my body and then the camera, I'll move my torso to mm. move the camera instead of moving my arms because otherwise, I don't know if you like me, hashtag low iron, but I'm like... <laughs> or like me and you've had like four coffees. <laughs> Just getting those jitters on film. <laughs> so, yeah, lock your arms out to make sure that you are getting the best quality mm-hmm. and it's a smooth transition yeah. over the client's face. And take long videos. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, Because I take them too short. Same, and then I'm like... And then I try and put them on TikTok or make a reel, no, and I'm 2. like, two point three seconds. That yeah. really, that's going to be great. Instagram's like, no, thank you. Actually, don't want no. it. <laughs> All good. But I have also found that you can just slow them down. No, oh, I haven't thought of that. Yeah, I don't really know how, but <laughs> uh, then I would also say on the same arm of that would be don't take the photos and the videos straight on Mm. unless you're doing a lash or brow competition. Yep. That's when you want the straight up photos. We've learned that the hard way. We can do another episode on competitions actually. Yeah. Let's do that later. And then, but for just your normal Instagram content Mm -hmm. style photos and videos. You just want as many angles as possible that aren't straight on because you don't want it to look like a mugshot. (laughs) (laughs) That is a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, because I mean, People feel awkward when you've got a camera in front of their face and you're like, smile, mm. and they're just like. Oh, on that note, clients also think you are way closer in the photos than uh, you are. Yeah. So I always take a few videos and I'm like, wow, look at how good you look in this. Mm. And they're like, oh, you aren't that close. Because yeah. they're like, bitch is going to capture my paws. Yeah. Every single one. They always think that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, no, I don't want that on my Instagram. Thank you but so yeah, much. But <laughs> I... I even struggle to take straight on photos for competitions because I'm mm. like, I just want an angle. I just <laughs> Let me give it a cute 45. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do the upside down. Upside, oh, that's our favourite photo for those. If you've ever looked at me and Chloe's Instagrams, you'll notice that we're like, yeah, we'll just go from behind the client's head every yep. time. Yep. And just get them to look up and just, it's like their little doe eyes. Like, I'm oh. like, yeah, you are really beautiful. Yeah. That's all you. me. Look at you, Bambi. <laughs> look at you go, Bambi. Um, In that breath as well, I would say, please don't capture up your client's nose. No, unless unless you've waxed it. Oh, Uh, upsell for $10. No, (laughs) I'm going to take the angle from that way. So I just need to. (laughs) So I'll just quickly wax that, you know. Um, No, it's. (laughs) We've all started somewhere. I don't think I started that way. Oh, I started that way. Did you? I remember oh. I went into training um, with Kanish and she's like, love that you're taking photos, don't love the angle. And I was uh, like, oh, what's see, the issue? She's like, mm, I can see every nose hair. I'm like, I fair. think <laughs> I might have taken the same angle, but I was always very conscious of cropping it right at the tip of the nose. Yes. Because I was like, I I think it's just I have a fear of nostrils for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that on my Instagram. <laughs> So there is photos that are probably from an unflattering angle, but um, yeah, no, not up the nose. Not up the nose. Not up the nose. Next would be fix your client's hair. 
Yes. Do not be scared Brows. to fix their hair. You've got oh. a spoolie in hand. Just give them a little... Zhuzh. Zhuzh. A little zhuzh of the brows, a zhuzh of the hair. Because, God knows, I mess, I make people look insane with their brows <laughs> after a lash set. <laughs> and people always ask, I like brush through them before I... Even just before I let them go, even if I'm not taking photos, I just brush through them. They're like, oh, are they bad? I'm like, no, I've just... <laughs> Fuck them up. I've lent on them for the last two hours. Yeah. It's all me. But yeah, let them sit up, fix their hair, mm. however they want their hair. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be like, let me do all, like, unless they want you to. But um, yeah, I usually just let people sit up and fix themselves up. Mm. How they Which I guess to. is the same thing as saying if you have done someone's brow hairs, if they've got lash extensions or a lash lift, maybe run your spoolie through yes. those lashes as well yeah. to make sure that they look on fleek. Because yeah. if it does look shit or for example if they've gone somewhere else for a lash lift and they've mm. been fried I personally wouldn't post a photo <laughs> get your macro lens out focus on your work that's good um but if they've been fried if you can rehydrate those hairs with mm. a little bit of your like smoothing like hydrating It'll serum just make your content and work look so much out. better absolutely because yeah. you don't want the spotlight to be taken by someone else's work whether mm-hmm. it's good work or not absolutely <laughs> <laughs> then I would say about shadows again Mm-hmm. we t- talked about how to not get shadows. Directing the client's eyes on where to look is also really essential for your photos. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time we'll say, look at the camera, look down and then close are the yep. normal like three options mm-hmm. that I would usually use. With that, if you want the clients to look at a certain position towards your camera, you can use a spoolie in one hand that's not holding your uh, camera or your, finger. or your phone. You can use a pointer finger or whatever you want to use to direct the eyes in that direction. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're really clear with your clients and you can count down as well in videos because you're usually going to put music over the top anyway. A lot of my clients, I'm like, okay, I want to do a transition video of where you have your eyes open and then you close them and then after the I've completed the service, I'll get you to close your eyes and open and then we can do it as like a blink transition. Mm. Make sure that you are getting the content in the same position that you took it in the first place and then direct their eyes on where to look with that transition as well. Count them mm-hmm. down, give them a cute little three, two, one, one, two, three, on three you open, et cetera, and tell your client because, again, we have done this job for a little while now. Mm-hmm. The client doesn't know no, what they no. don't know. No. So Even for when them, you're taking photos of mine, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> well, because I don't know what you want Bambi. me to do. Little Bambi. <laughs> I'm just Bambi. I'm just a little Bambi. I'm just a baby Bambi. <laughs> uh, and then you can also, if you have the option, adjust the client's back slash head mm-hmm. our beauty beds can adjust in the height as well as the feet can go down and up and then the head can come up mm-hmm. a lot of clients sometimes again to not get the nose angle that we were discussing earlier <laughs> you can tilt the bed up that way you know it's a safe bet that you won't mm-hmm. be able to capture up the nose or at a weird angle for the client especially yeah. some clients are like oh is that my double chin? Yeah. They do it all the time. Hence or they're why like, I like the upside down. Yes, love the upside <laughs> down. Get that Bambi look. But uh, I would adjust the bed when you're adjusting them how they look mm-hmm. every time because you wouldn't do a Bambi photo with them sitting 90 degrees upright. <laughs> Could you, that'd be like those 0.5 photos that you take that. when you're drunk. <laughs> Mom, pick me up. I'm scared. <laughs> that shit's what you don't post. But no. um, adjust the bed accordingly to get the best photos for you. Again, every bed is so, so different. Everyone's lighting is so, so different. Mm-hmm. Everyone's client is so, so different. I know that some of the photos I take on some <laughs> are questionable. Yeah. Um, and they just don't make it to the gram. No. And if a client actually tip, if you're a lash tech and you do take photos of the client, you're like, I can't post that. 
lie and say either didn't store on your phone or that it, it was just blurry. was shit lighting or it was blurry, your camera was dirty, it won't match the cohesiveness mm. of your feet. Yep. Or lie. I'm saving it for a later date. Save it for later and then I just It's forget. in the bank. I put it in the drafts and Instagram deleted it. <laughs> Crazy. Because, again, not every client is built for your Instagram content. It's no. hard to say that because most of the time we become really good friends with our yeah. clients and it's a bit but, sav. But that's like me. Like I when I've had photos taken of me for... In, like people's Instagrams, I think I've had you and one other person mm. that's done my lashes take photos. I feel like close-up photos of my eyes are not it. Whereas, like when it's, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but you know, like, like temple to temple. Yeah, like where it's just like from my eyes, um, like both eyes, it's mm. fine. But if it's one eye, I look crazy. <laughs> not that anyone else would know it's me, <laughs> but I just don't think I'm built for mm. close-ups. I don't want my full face on there, though. Really? Don't get any ideas. Oh, I, love I mean, it. I've, there's a couple of me, mm. I think, on yours and someone else's, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a mask in one of them, so I was like, yes. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, not everyone's built for content, and that's fine. That's fine. Oh, on that, speaking of, make sure you get your client's approval before you start snapping photos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about it in the consent consultation form episode, how you can put a little statement at the bottom being like, I am fine with any content that this person is going to be taking and I don't claim any rights to uh, monetary values earned from that. Royalties. Royalties. (laughs) All my money from my Instagram (laughs) posts that I make. (laughs) I don't think I'd literally make a cent. No. But (laughs) we're grateful. Um, Actually, on God... This is ADHD brain. Facebook has just announced I follow a poet called Bo Taplin who is amazing and he has just put out an Instagram post about how Facebook are going to start paying content creators who, like, post their work on Facebook. Oh. Which is amazing so they can monetize that now. Not relevant to me, but just a side (laughs) note. Also, if you haven't checked out Bo Taplin and you want a good cry, definitely relevant poetry all the time. (laughs) Um, Next tip would be when you're taking photos and videos – Make sure you're taking three of the same in the same spot. Three to four, five Mm -hmm. in the same spot. Slide your camera roll. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, In the episode that we posted a little while ago, we talked about how my camera roll (laughs) (laughs) is people's eyes and nipples. So that's just awesome for me. Yeah. (laughs) And my dog, obviously, and food. That sums up my whole camera roll. Um, but, yes, make sure you're taking because you'll find that clients will blink at different speeds mm-hmm. or they'll blink a little bit weird or their eyes will be off centre of the focus or you might not have locked out the camera. It might be blurry. La, la, la. All yeah. these different things that could happen. They all, and they all look so different. Like you Definitely. take three photos and they are all different. Definitely. But in the same breath, don't post all three photos in a carousel because no. I'm sick of seeing that. <laughs> or people that do – look, it's not for me. Everyone has their own Instagram views. However, when people do a layout like on Instagram and say they've got a half and half and usually it would be for a before and after. Mm -hmm. If you're posting the same photo and that layout, like you know how some people do a double up of the same lash set, the same photo. I'm like, why? I've only done that when the cropping has been off and I really want to post it. Huh. You know, I'll find it. Keep talking. I'll find it. It's in- interesting. She's just insulted me. I, look, <laughs> this is why we're doing this podcast, Chloe. Mm, just to insult me. <laughs> uh, then I would also say that clients don't care if the same photo is getting taken a thousand times over. Okay, Chloe, you win. That one's pretty nice. <laughs> 
pretty nice. But like, I took the but photo every time, every no, post. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. You know how there's okay. If you look on a couple of different lash takes, some people do it in the area that we're it's in. It's very overwhelming. It's a, why is it the same set two times? With the Mayfair filter. <laughs> Valencia. <laughs> we're back in 2017. Instagram okay. just came out, guys. Okay, back onto the client. <laughs> Clients don't care if you take the same photo a thousand times over. No. Just make sure they're different types mm-hmm. of photos. So, for example, angles that you could get would be having both eyes in the shot, which you could then layer in a layout photo. Um, you could do a full face shot. You can do a macro lens shot. Make sure you're getting enough for the real cover art, mm-hmm. which you can manipulate on Canva as well. Again, taking in that 16 by 9 format to make sure you're filling the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also take that photo and then uh, put a highlight over it with some words as well to capture people's attention. Mm-hmm. Is a huge help. Which I didn't know about that f- until a few months ago. Oh, it's so engaging. So I know. Because <laughs> I just used to oh. use, sorry, I just used to use like a, a snippet from the reel as the cover photo. I didn't realise you could upload, Add. but we'll get into that in the actual when posting. We're posting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Canva is so helpful. I don't pay for the pro subscription, but Chloe does. So you get the best of both worlds, really. <laughs> so I don't have to pay for anything, but I just get, I'm like, Chloe, can you please do this for me? And she's like, yeah, okay. My $18 a month. <laughs> $18 a month. Yeah. Worth it? Yeah. 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 Not for me. <laughs> it is though, honestly. Is, I'd say for most, definitely worth it. To be it. able to save with transparent backgrounds, mm. like to make watermarks, all that sort of stuff. Oh, yes. We'll get into watermarks in the posting content. Mm. Oh, yeah. And a, and a story time about that. <laughs> That'll be its own episode. We've got two more little bits to cover in this, which would be messy backgrounds. I am very well known for this. <laughs> If you Having notice, a messy background or yes, not? Oh, I always have a messy background. No, you the, don't. Oh, I do. No, I do. Oh, okay. I just have learnt to crop. Okay. Most of the time you'll notice in the back of my room I have these this big <laughs> adapter board of like eight plugs <laughs> and it's just cords are us basically, which is not cute. So make sure you're adjusting that. I normally just move my beauty chair that I've sat on to cover that in the mm. background, which is a little handy hint. Yep. Your lash cart is also most likely in the background of your photos. Please have a clean lash cart. Yes. The amount of times that I have left glue nozzle wipes that look trash in the background on my lash cart and then I got photos and I just see that and I'm like, well, I can't post that. That looks fuggo. Mm. Um, your pillow, all of us use um, spoolies in a lash or brow set generally. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it, not doing that, you're a magician. <laughs> but yeah. normally we leave them on the lash pillow yeah. because they're easy to grab. Make sure you clean that up so it's not on the pillow. It's a bit distracting in mm-hmm. your Instagram posts. Or if it is on the pillow, make sure it's straight. Yeah, or really cu- yeah, yeah, cute. Yeah, make it cute. Obviously. Uh, then I would say your floor as well. I um, have a dog and so there's dog hair around all the time. Mine's just covered in lashes. But <laughs> yes, also yeah. that. Yep, stray lashes. Uh, make sure that you've cleaned your floor, mop it, vacuum it um, the day before or the day of. Like yeah. a little bit's fine, obviously, mm. we're not perfect, but make sure that that's not the main focus that you can see in the background. Yeah. If you've got uh, tissues or whatever on the floor, make sure you tidy that mm. up. I have the worst aim ever. Every client knows that. I'm like, ah, oh, it's close enough. I'll get that to the that's end. That's why and then I have a massive things. bin. Yeah, like, smart. it's huge. Uh, then I would say also on that note, bin, make sure your bin is not overflowing and looking fuggo. Yeah, or just not in the shot. Or not in the shot in general. Absolutely. Mm. The cleaner the background, the better. And then your wax pots being messy I have wax 
that drips down all the time. My wax is very stringy. Mm. And so I have wax on the, the strings on the side of my pot, which look so tacky. So make sure you note that if that's in the background of your photos, make sure one, your wax pot is clean or you cut it out of the mm-hmm. photo completely. Yeah. Adjust your client's bed or their face or your angle or whatever yeah. to make sure that Just that's not in the it, background. If it's in the background and you don't have time to move it, take a photo from the other side. Like, yeah. Just get a cute background. Or macro lens. Macro lens or crop. <laughs> and uh, Nala. Zoom. A zoom. I love, love, a zoom. A, love a good love zoom. A zoom. Very engaging mm. with a zoom. Uh, Nala is also in the background of a lot of my photos. For those who don't know, I have a dog called Nala. Um, and she, she is very, <laughs> my whole personality, <laughs> if you don't know. That and um, iced oat lattes from McDonald's uh, <laughs> uh, are my entire personality. I would say to try and get your dog out of the photos <laughs> unless you want it to be like a cute, like, Nala's in the background mm. story. Yes. I wouldn't put it on your timeline as a static post no. personally. Um, so make sure your dog's out of the background because mm. um, it can be a bit distracting. Yes. My last note was probably the best thing I ever learned in the social media training that I did. And taught me. And taught, well, actually a lot of people have taken on board, even people who aren't in the lash industry have taken this tip on board is your lighting that you have, for example, your glam claw or your lock slash light or your dome light, your moonlight, mm-hmm. et cetera, have an different adjustable floor stand that you can have that's got an adjustable arm on it that you can take your photos and videos on mm-hmm. make sure it's separate because yeah. your camera angle from where your light is sitting is not the most flattering for videos that you're going to be able to get for the sake of the stand when I bought it it was $22.95 from mm-hmm. catch of the day um it I think it was originally 29 or something and then we got a discount because mine was the same. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, So I'll read you out the name of what I got because I put a a little screenshot. It is so handy. It's got a real wide base base on it. So it's not going to topple over when you are using it, which is very handy. Mm -hmm. And it's got the little adjustable phone bracket for your phone to fit in. Um, And I'll go into a little bit later about how I take the photos but mm-hmm. for now the name of the stand on catch of the day is adjustable floor stand bed lazy mount holder arm bracket for phone tablet ipad slash floor stand it is 175 centimeters and it is white but i believe they have a black option as well but possibly i didn't look mine's white mine's white but um, also sorry mm. i had i i think i had to oh no i was using mine when i did a little mic'd up mm. appointment with my best friend and the phone bit that comes on it, I couldn't plug in the microphone. So I switched oh. it out with my Kmart one oh. and it actually fits on there. And the Kmart, if you have the like clip-on Kmart iPad phone holder, which is what I was using mm. attached to my light, um, if you take the phone part of that off, it actually fits onto this perfectly and then you can plug in like a charger. Hot tip. Yeah, so good. Very handy. Mm. That's great. Because this one doesn't have the slot under the... Um, oh, for your charger. For your charger. And that's where my um, microphone plugged in as well, like the Bluetooth receiver. Oh. So, yeah, hot tip. It fits the... Hot tip yeah, for so, sure. So if you already have that, you have a spare phone mm-hmm. clip, which is cool. Perfect. Yeah. My tip for taking content with this adjustable floor stand would be imagine your phone <laughs> when you're taking the videos once you're in and you set it up, you're not going to be really able to, because you generally want to film on your back camera for the best quality, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be able to see your phone when you take the content. So what I do instead, instead of locking in perfectly like in that square, is I take it 
off to the side and only lock in half of my phone. Enough yes. for the camera to still stick out as usual. And so you can press the button. And so you can press the button. Yeah. But if you also have it in too far, you can press your volume buttons to start or end their video as well. Just bear in mind that it may shake the phone up a little mm. bit when you do that. So make sure you do it nice and gently. Make sure your camera is clean. Clean. Get a little lens wipe for your glasses or, or just your a tissue. Or tissue. <laughs> also, that will work. <laughs> but they would be my hottest tips mm. for taking content for your uh, Instagram slash yep. TikTok. And the stand is good because then it eliminates the whole shadows under the light. Absolutely. Because you're not using your phone blocking the light. So mm-hmm. you're getting all your light from your light <laughs> and all your natural light from your sun. Um, and then, yeah, you've got your phone coming in from another angle. So you're fully saturated with all the light, which is great. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I think that basically wraps up the how to take content aspect, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. And then we will be covering on how to post content in a few weeks. Yes. So stay tuned for that episode. I love talking about social media. So if you have anything else that we've forgotten to add to this, make sure you pop it in the episode notes as well. Yes. Because I would love any extra There's notes There's always a little share. Q&A section. Um, I think it always just asks, what did you think about this episode? But if you have any questions about anything to do with the episode, anything you want to hear, just pop it in there or message us. So you can message us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So fatchats.podcast. I am Asteria Aesthetics on Instagram. My at is Asteria Aesthetics underscore underscore. And my Instagram is underscore Chloe's Beauty Suite underscore. And then we've also got a TikTok for the podcast that we haven't put anything on yet. No, we should have listened to the episode about how to take we content. We should have. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but that is the same as our Instagram. So fatchats.podcast. And, yeah, that's it. That's it. (laughs) We'll catch you guys in the next one. Enjoy your day or night wherever you are in the world and we'll be in your ears soon. Bye. Bye.